You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 162. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? So we're going to talk about committed energy. What is committed energy? Why is having committed energy so important? Well, when we don't have committed energy, we give up too soon on our goals. You know how it's like the 49ers that gave up too soon digging for gold and stopped mining before striking gold? Well, it's like that. And when we don't have committed energy, we wish and we dream and we don't get what we want on the timeline that we want or in a way that we imagined it. When that doesn't happen, we become frustrated and think we made the wrong decision. And we beat ourselves up instead of taking action on our goals. When we don't have committed energy, we allow the fears that we made the wrong decision, that we don't know enough, that we're not doing enough, that we aren't enough to spin us in our head and revel in procrastination instead of committing to what we want and getting it. And some of us don't take any action on our dreams at all because we haven't learned to generate committed energy. We've committed to what we wanted before, we just forget that we have the ability to create committed energy on purpose. And in this episode, I'm going to break down what committed energy is and isn't. And you're also going to learn how to generate committed energy on demand. But before we get started, I want to talk to you about this podcast. First of all, did you know that non-lawyers are listening to Be a Better Lawyer podcast right now? I get messages and emails from people who aren't lawyers who listen. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the non-lawyers in the house. Thank you for listening. And second, I know that people are finding this podcast by word of mouth. I'm getting messages that a friend or a colleague told them about this podcast and they are loving it. If you haven't shared this podcast with a friend, I want to ask you to do that right now. Even if you have shared it with a friend, share it again, whether it's a quick text, a DM, or a share on Instagram, or a short email to someone you think might enjoy it, letting them know that you are thinking of them. If you're getting something from this podcast, then I know you know somebody who's going to get something from this podcast too. It's good karma, right? And while you're at it, why not leave a review on Apple? That is such a great way to get it in the eyes in front of people who need some good podcasts in front of their eyes. It really expands the audience when Apple boosts us in the rankings. And the way that we do that is by going and listening on Apple Podcasts and leaving reviews and all that good stuff. Thank you in advance for spreading the word about this podcast. And it really makes my day when I get messages from you, so keep them coming. You can tag me in any of your shares on Instagram at dina.cataldo. All right, so let's talk about committed energy. Let's start with what it's not. It's not being fearless. It's not feeling stressed or overwhelmed. It's not confidence. It's not perfectionism. It's not rational or logical. What is committed energy? 
It is unrelenting certainty that you're going to reach your goal, even if you don't know how. It allows all the feelings to come, all the fear, doubt, disappointment, and despair that you haven't reached your goal. And yet, you always come back to the certainty that you will reach your goal. It's being all in on yourself despite the fear, doubt, disappointment, and despair. It's being scared that you're going to fail and doing the thing that you want to do anyway. It's being scared that you don't know what you're doing and doing it anyway. It's not wanting to do something, but doing it anyway, because you know it's going to get you closer to your goal. It's having your back every step of the way and being your biggest cheerleader for the smallest, tiniest of wins. I was inspired to talk to you about this after a drive I took to San Francisco this past weekend. If you're not familiar with San Francisco, it's an incredibly hilly place. And we're not talking gently rolling hills. We're talking steep, straight up in the air hills when you're driving up and straight down into the abyss hills when you're driving down. To be honest, the idea of going down the hills terrifies me. When I get to the edge of a street that is going to slope down, I freeze because I can't see the street under the wheels of my car. My brain screams, no, you're going to fall off the edge and die, and I freak out. And if you're listening and you had some grand idea of who I am, you now know I'm a human with a human brain that doesn't always think thoughts that make sense. I've driven through San Francisco for years, and I've intentionally avoided driving down hills, so much so that I have been known to upset other drivers by making strange turns in the middle of intersections. So this past weekend... I knew exactly where I wanted to go, and I keyed in the GPS. As I'm following the GPS directions, I know a downward hill is inevitable because the GPS is leading me up hill after hill after hill. So, you know, what comes up must come down. I get to my street, and I'm being told I need to make a left. Sure enough, I put my signal on, and there's a steep decline. I have to go down to get to the street I want to get to. And I look behind me because I was, of course, considering making a strange turn in the middle of the intersection, and there was someone right on my tail. And I couldn't avoid this steep hill going into the abyss, so this is what I did. I slowly turned the wheel, and I started telling myself, this is fun, this is fun, I'm totally having a good time, I'm doing this. Kind of like how you put your hands in the air, or you scream when you're on a roller coaster to have fun kind of tricking your brain into being a little less scared and moving forward anyway. And then I just went down the hill. (laughs) When I got to the bottom of it, I was shaking. I was terrified and I was elated. I was so proud of myself. I was talking about it all weekend about how awesome it was that I went down that hill. I didn't care how silly other people might think I sounded. I was going to savor that win and I am still savoring it. If you can hear the tone in my voice, I am still savoring this win. I was all in on that turn, and I was scared every step of the way while my brain told me I definitely was going to die. And then I patted myself on the back while I was still shivering from the adrenaline that pumped through my body. It was horrible and amazing at the same time, and I achieved my goal. That can be what committed energy looks like. But how does this show up for lawyers? We use committed energy every single day. I mean, if you've ever got up and gone to the office when you didn't want to, you used committed energy to get your butt moving. If you've ever gone to the gym when you didn't want to, you've used committed energy. 
But what happens when you don't see progress on your goals and you want to give up? What happens when the people around you aren't supportive of what you want and you doubt yourself? What happens when you tell yourself that you don't know how to get started? What happens when you don't take any action towards your goals because you tell yourself you don't have enough time or enough money or enough energy to take action? All of those examples have something in common. They all involve telling yourself that your circumstances are creating your results instead of focusing on your thoughts to create results. So what do I mean? Whatever circumstances we're facing, we're going to have thoughts about them. Our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings fuel our actions, our actions create our results. If we're not feeling committed, it's because we're having thoughts about our circumstances that aren't creating the fuel we need to generate the actions and create the results we want in our life. Let's say you have the thought that you don't have enough time to work on your goals. First of all, let's ask, is that even true? I know moms of three who are making multiple six figures and doing it without the overwhelm and while continuing to build their businesses. I'm a full-time lawyer with a coaching business, a podcast. I take care of myself, work out regularly, take care of a super needy dog and an aging parent. I have clients who are building their practices while building an additional business and investing their time on boards. I have clients who create time to get coached, take their kids to swim practice, are on the, you know, the PTA, and they're building their law practice. Oh, and they take their weekends off. The true circumstance is that you have 24 hours in a day. That's a fact we can all agree on. It's not subjective. Your thought is that you don't have enough time to work on your goals. Your feeling is disappointment, maybe guilt. And those feelings only generate procrastination and buffering behaviors like eating, scrolling social media, maybe checking emails or working on less important projects than the one that is going to get your goal moving. Then of course, you're creating the result that you don't have enough time to work on your goals. You're frittering away your time because you have a thought, not because you don't have enough time, but because you're thinking that you don't have enough time. Okay, but okay, if you're if you're still with me here, let's let's just say it's 100% true that you don't have enough time. Let's make that your circumstance, okay? What do you want to think about that? Do you want to think that it's true that you don't have enough time? Do you want that to dictate how you live or what you do with your life? What are you prepared to do about your circumstance? The only way to change our results is to change our thoughts. When we change our thoughts, we change the feeling that fuels our actions. And sometimes we can do that by asking better questions. In case you haven't picked up on this, I'm using the words feeling and energy interchangeably here. Our feelings are energy. Those of us who've struggled with this thought that we don't have enough time commonly have similar thoughts about money and energy. I mean, energy like the the exhaustion at the end of the day versus feeling energized. We're so focused on our thought that we're lacking time or money or energy that we act from circumstances and never change our result. Ask yourself, what are you prepared to do about it? Are you willing to do something completely different to break out of your circumstances or do you want to stay where you are? Because you have a choice. You may not feel like you have a choice, but we always have a choice. We always have a choice about how we're going to show up for ourselves, for our goals, for the people around us. We are making decisions all of the time. Even when we don't make decisions, we are deciding not to choose. 
When we start questioning our thoughts and asking these kinds of questions, we begin to shift our feelings. We begin shifting our energy. That's the very first step to creating committed energy. So how do we create committed energy all the time? Committed energy can happen in an instant or it could take some time. This is what committed energy looks like though. It's having your back even when you feel like a total failure. Having your back means being kind to yourself and not beating yourself up. It's being kind to yourself even when you didn't do something you said you were going to do. It's feeling defeated, knowing that's okay, then deciding to start again. It's never giving up no matter what the circumstances are. Even when you don't have enough time or enough money or enough energy to invest in what you want, you decide over and over that you're going to make choices that are uncomfortable and stretch you and are going to get you closer to where you want to be. You'll take a step forward, then two steps back, then three steps forward, then one step back, but you're always recommitting to what you want. It can look messy and scary, and sometimes you'll feel exhilarated at your accomplishments. Then sometimes you're going to feel disappointed, but you're always going to come back to your goal because you know you're going to find a way. Lots of different thoughts generate committed energy, but I'm going to give you a few of my favorites. Steal them if they resonate with you. I can do this. I can figure this out. It's working. It's happening. I'll figure this out. Everything is okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Let's try that again. I'm doing this. So pick a couple of these, the ones that feel the most believable to you right now. The goal isn't to force your brain to believe something it doesn't. We just want to make a subtle shift that gets you taking more important actions towards your goals. So when you find yourself working from circumstances, catch yourself. Then go to these thoughts. Pick the ones that resonate the most with you. I can do this is one that really works for me. I can figure this out. This is, I'm going to make this happen. I'm doing this. Okay, before I go, I want to invite you to join me for a strategy session. If this work that we're doing together on this podcast really resonates with you, coaching may be just what you need to take your results to the next level. Go to dinacataldo.com and click on the work with me tab and schedule a time to meet up with me. Most people don't do this kind of work. They don't examine what's going on in their mind that's impacting their life. The fact that you found this podcast tells me that you want to grow and coaching can help you do that. All right, my friend, I hope you enjoyed my little story about um, being scared of hills. (laughs) And I hope you took away some thoughts that really work for you to create that committed energy because you can do this. This is work worth doing. You can create what you want. It just takes practice and recommitting every single time you have a thought that tells you that you can't do it. All right, my friend, talk to you next week. Bye.